Welcome to the Daily Advent Devotional with Not the Worst Pastors Podcast. Merry Christmas! Welcome to Not the Worst Pastors Podcast, Advent Special Editions. Uh, As we're running through the season, we are on day 17, looking at Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 31. This is James Gomez coming to you from, um, from, where am I at? I'm Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, and with Matt Coyne at Rollins Church in Manton, Michigan, and we are excited to be working through this Advent series with you. Uh, today, the title is the, the Greatest Salvation Imaginable, and I think that this is, uh, what. okay, I like the title all alone. I could probably talk about the title mm-hmm. for a long time, um, The Greatest, so we go, we'll go right with the superlative, so it's the best, it's an extreme end, the greatest, not just a great, not just a good, but the greatest, and then we've got um, salvation, which is a great word, of course. And then we've got imaginable, one of my favorite words, because it's talking about dreaming and thinking and kind of going beyond mm-hmm. what we normally would do or think about. And we go to, well, where does, where can our imagine take a, imagination take us? And I really enjoy the title all by itself. So when I see imagination or imaginable, I go, okay, I can imagine quite a bit. So yeah. where is this going to go? Uh, so yeah, James, I, I that word imagine, I I agree with you. It's such a powerful word. And I think in Ephesians 3.20 where, you know, Paul says any, you know, now unto him he's able to do above and beyond anything we can think or imagine, depending on what translation you read. Yep. He's literally able. This salvation is beyond anything that we can imagine. And we can imagine a lot of things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we were just in Disney this, you know, last week and we went to see figment the dragon the imagination thing and i all the things they talk about in there with your imagination you can think of it and this is beyond that it's that powerful yeah you know we live in a world where there's a lot of things that are taken from imagination and made concrete so you go to disney world disneyland where it's disney world that you went to and Mm -hmm. i mean it does inspire our imagination but those things that you see are concrete. They're dimensional. They they operate in space and time. And sometimes we want to think beyond that. Like, oh, I see that amazing creature. What if that creature could fly, talk, you know, go to the moon, whatever, and just kind of go outside of that? Well, I'm I'm gonna run with that part a little bit because we're challenged with a couple of words that um that we might use that might be difficult for us to kind of fully imagine or embrace. One Mm -hmm. of those words is holy. Right out of the gate, we get the phrase, God is just and holy. So just means like fair. He's he's righteous as a judge. Mm -hmm. He determines, you know, right versus wrong things. But then to be holy, the practical way that I've tried to explain that to students of all ages is the idea of being set apart. So God uh, declares us to be holy, to be set apart. And that means that we're supposed to be different from the rest of the world. He, he mm-hmm. called his Old Testament people holy, and he gave them a list of rules, laws, commands that were going to make them look and operate and live completely different than all the surrounding nations. And in the New Testament, as Christians, we are likewise called to be holy. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, doesn't, you know, in Isaiah's vision, when the seraphim and the... um Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you. They're the ser- going the seraphim. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's going holy, holy, holy. And I, that's so crazy that God is set apart from the set apart. 
<laughs> right. And so, it, it's just crazy that he, this isn't just holy. This is, we're called to be holy. He's holy, holy, mm-hmm. holy. Right. Which is perfectly holy. That kind of speaks to the trin- Trinitarian nature of God. I mean, if you're into, do- into doctrinal type of things. So yeah. as I'm looking through this this lesson or this devotion, something else struck me. And that is the, um, so there's holiness and that's, we just find that our holy is being set apart. But then mm-hmm. there's something else that sets apart or separates and that's sin. So we have holiness on one side and we have sin on the other, and they both do a separation of some kind. And so I was kind of figuring out how do I differentiate between the two? Well, holiness sets us or sets people and even God apart from the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then sin separates us from God. Yeah. Is that so a good way to kind of put those two things together? And um, so I think, or I hope that, having those definitions help us navigate, you know, our Christian life, you know, reading about those things in scripture and hearing about those things in church. But the other thing I noticed about this whole particular lesson, and it's getting more like this with each devotion, it's what it feels like at least, is that it's getting more churchy. Do you feel that at all? Do you feel like the churchiness of it? Yeah, it's getting more in depth every day. And that's, you know, for today, that understanding of we are set apart. Now God's made it possible that we're set apart through Jesus mm-hmm. and that set apart. I, you know, James, for me, when I, when I talk with people about to be holy, don't forget you're set apart for a purpose. Mm-hmm. I can say I'm set apart. I'm set apart from blah, 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 blah. That we're set apart to bring glory and honor to God. There's a purpose to it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's don't not forget the same. That. It's not the same as like, Oh, you're special, Matt. You know, or yes. something. Yes. Well, yes, I am. Well, okay, that might not mean that might not be a positive phrase that somebody's using, yeah. but set apart for a purpose. I yes. think that's important to remember. You're right. Yeah. So, um, and so I think this is a. I, if I'm saying that it's becoming more churchy, there, uh, the language is getting a little more difficult, a little more um, uh, philosophical, theological. But I think that's a challenge going back to our imagination. We need to really engage our brains in order to embrace all the things that God is, mm-hmm. because we're not yes. going to just see him on the on the earth. Even if we see things um, that remind us of God, they're still not him. They're still like exactly. that shadow of what is reality. So yeah. we're we're challenged with this in the church. And so we need to engage our our brains, engage our hearts. Um, embrace the ideas of holiness and sin and understand that God is both just and holy. That brings us to the end of our podcast for today. Thanks for joining us for day 17 of Good News of Great Joy. We'll be back again tomorrow for day 18, looking at John chapter 17, verse 18.